Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is how to think like a multimillionaire. Extensive studies have proven that millionaires, they think differently than most people long before they ever achieve millionaire status. And to the best of my knowledge, the most comprehensive study on the subject was conducted by Dr. Thomas J. Stanley. And he recorded his results in the incredible book, The Millionaire Mind. But there are so many misconceptions, so many myths about millionaires. In fact, I share some of those in The Millionaire Misunderstanding. But in this, I'm going to take this concept to another level. And I'm going to share with you how multi-millionaires think. Because I myself am a multi-multi-multi-multi-multi-millionaire. But I come from a unique perspective because where I got started was economic ground zero. You may know my story. And this was almost 20 years ago. But where I got started, I was homeless, living out of my truck in Nashville, Tennessee. And even back then, I vividly recall having to rewire my brain to think like a wealthy individual. And over the years, I've learned more and more about how to think like a multimillionaire. And as I think it, so I have now done, and now I'm a multimillionaire. And so when you learn what I'm about to share with you, it starts in your mind, but eventually, over a long enough period of time, can manifest that you too can become a multimillionaire. So let's get started. The first most foundational thing you must change in your thinking to become a multimillionaire is you must eliminate your fear of more money. It exists. It's real. And unfortunately, you have it. Everyone has it at some level. A fear of more money. How do you remove? How do you eliminate this fear you don't even know you have? I've got a great video where I share that on how to get rid of the fear of more money. Number two is to be frugal with your personal expenses, but then to be very aggressive, to take risks professionally with your business and investments. So that means that you have to embrace what's called delayed gratification. You see, when you make personal expenditures, oftentimes, if they're not just for you to live off of, those are for instant gratification. Whereas if you can be patient, if you can take whatever extra money might come in from time to time, whether it's a tax refund, whether it's a birthday card, if you can reinvest that and be aggressive and to take risk with business and investments, that's when you're thinking like a multimillionaire. But too often, people are so fixated on trying to look rich that what I've discovered is the same amount of money they spent for that slightly nicer car, that slightly bigger house that they really couldn't afford, the money they spent to try to look rich, if they would have been aggressive professionally but frugal personally, they would already be rich off that limited amount of extra money that they've had in their lifetime if they would have been wise and thought like a multimillionaire. Number three, you must think like an investor, not a consumer. So my six-year-old the other day overheard me talking to my wife about how one of our apprentices was just finishing his third deal and he had a fourth deal coming up and he was yet again going to potentially make over $100,000. Six-figure deals in little single-family home flips and creative real estate and deals is, is, is not completely common. So it was a pretty unique situation and I was explaining this to her. And my six-year-old is that, at that age where he's always asking questions. And so he didn't really know what questions to ask. So he said, Dad, Dad. How much did the house cost? And I said, well, Caden, it doesn't matter what the house cost. 
That's, that's thinking like a consumer. Uh, one of our apprentices is making over $100,000 without any cash or his own credit. It doesn't matter if the, if the house was $50 million or the house was $14. What matters is what his returns were. And so that, that's the difference between consumer versus investor mindset. And I know he's six years old, right? So we'll give him a break. But a consumer mindset is asking the question, how much does it cost? An investor is asking the question, what's my return on investment? How can I go out and get other people's money? How could I structure that deal? How could I be a part of that deal because of the returns, not because of how much it costs? And so often people are raised with a consumer mindset. So this is an example of you having to pull out and rewire some of those, those neurons that have connected uh, the wrong thinking. Multi-millionaires are always asking the question, what's my return on investment? They're not asking the question, what's it cost? Now we're going to switch gears to not specific to money. And this includes the multi-millionaire's attitude and thought process that their economic life is a journey, not a destination. Now that might be a millionaire's mindset, that their destination is to become a millionaire. So what happens when they become a millionaire? What do they do? They stop because their focus was a destination. And probably most insidious, most destructive with the destination mindset is that you're frustrated where you're starting from. Because if your goal is a destination, let's say becoming a millionaire, and that alone is the thought process, then if you're starting from ground zero, you look at how far it takes to get there and you get discouraged and you never get started. But see, if you look at it in terms of a journey, then wherever you start from is just fine. Bloom where you're planted. Get started. Start anywhere. And then it's about that constant, never-ending improvement journey where you're constantly trying to improve. And so when you hit the millionaire mark, what do you do? You keep improving. It's a journey. It's not a destination. That's how you become a multi-millionaire. And then as you continue to improve, you get bigger and bigger and bigger. I have seen so many times where a poor mentality, a broke mentality is such that they ask the question, well, how much is enough? When are you ever going to stop? No, this is a journey. And we're not saying you have to lose your life and your family over your economic endeavors. It's all a balance, right? But if you look at it like a journey, you're going to constantly be improving. And every stage you get to is a new stage to improve, new challenges. And you embrace those challenges because it's a journey. It's, it's not a destination you get to. Multi-millionaires take responsibility for the decisions and the actions of their life. They don't make excuses. That is what a broke person does. They're always making excuses for why they haven't achieved what they were hoping to achieve. We all have our challenges. We're all on a journey. We all start at different spots on that journey. The key is to take responsibility for where you are. And if you've watched my other videos, you know that I'm very passionate about that subject, that where you are today are because of the decisions you've made that have led up to this moment. So you need to improve your decision-making as well. In fact, I have a video on the five golden rules of making decisions. But you can't make great decisions if you're also making excuses. You have to first and foremost take responsibility, and then you can start to make better decisions. That includes asking yourself questions like, how can I? As opposed to coming up with excuses like, you don't have enough time. You don't have money. Oh, it's easy for you to say, Phil, you're a multimillionaire. I wasn't always, 
I was homeless at one point. Everybody starts in different parts of their journey. It's about the decisions you make and it's about executing. It's about taking responsibility and eliminating excuses from your brain. Asking your brain, how can I? Rather than asking or telling your brain, well, this always happens to me. Number seven, multimillionaires are constantly majoring in major things. They eliminate majoring in minor things. So many broke people do that. They eat up their day, they eat up their hour, they eat up their time with minor things that don't produce much results. And they often do that because of fear. They just don't want to do something else because that which is much more comfortable for them to do is more of the minor thing. So you have to major in major things. And as a mentor, I experienced this quite a bit where I have to readjust my mentee's thinking and say, look, you're spending way too much time getting almost nothing done. You're or making sure your desk is organized. You're reordering business cards. None of that stuff makes any difference. This is what you need to be doing to be majoring in major things. This can be truly crippling for a lot of people, but you can start today with asking yourself the question, what can I do today to make a much bigger impact on my financial life? that maybe I hadn't done, but I should be doing. Maybe it's been on my mental list for a while, and I should just go ahead and get it done. And more importantly, what should you stop doing? What's on your stop doing list? Because those are the other things that are eating up your day where you're majoring in minor things. Major in majors. Number eight, multimillionaires associate with great people. So for many of you, one of the majors you need to put on your list is to up your associates game, who you surround yourself with. Now look, there are certain family members that you can't change, but there are so many opportunities for you to associate with greater and greater people. Build relationships with some of these great people. Get a mentor and really dig deeper into the lives of these great people so that you too can be a part of what they're doing. Right? There is so many different wonderful people in this world that can bring you up. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. So multimillionaires, they're thinking to themselves, who, who has already solved this problem that I can associate with? Who can I connect with who's a master at this subject matter? Associate with great people. Number nine, multimillionaires never give up. I've often said that I personally don't have a give up bone in my body. I stay on something until it's complete. And multimillionaires don't give up. And why don't they give up? Because they're on a journey. It's not about the destination. It's about constant, never-ending improvement. You never want to give up because you don't know what's just around the corner. Never, never give up. And number 10 for thinking like a multimillionaire. You may be surprised by this one. Boom. Be generous. Multimillionaires are generous people. Generous with their time, their talents, and their treasure. Be generous in your life. It can have huge impacts, not only of all the people around you, but certainly of you personally. So multimillionaires, this is how they think. They eliminate the fear of more money. They are frugal personally, but aggressive professionally with their expenditures. They think like an investor not a consumer. They don't ask for the cost, they ask for the return on investment. They are financially rational, which usually has to do with the subject of debt. That can be a very good idea financially. This is an economic journey, not a destination. So it doesn't matter where you start from. And there is no end point. You're continually improving. 
you take responsibility for where you are, you don't make excuses, you make good decisions. And you major in majors. You don't waste your time flittering around doing things that won't produce any results. You associate with great people, constantly upping your associate game. You never ever give up. This is a journey. There's no need to stop the journey. Keep rolling. And of course, number 10, be generous. Well, I'm Phil Pustiovsky with Freedom Mentor. If you want to learn about more about being a real estate investor, uh, get a copy of my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. Get it for free. I give it away. And uh, also, I actually have a video on the seven qualities of being a great real estate investor. I think you'll like that as well. So check that one out.